Hey everyone, we are back at the industry show season two. I'm Nitin Bajaj, and we have with us Noor Merchant, and we are in the beautiful Pocono Mountains here. You can see the amazing lake back here. So, Noor, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's a bit cold, right? Yes, it is. All right. So, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, uh, as uh, Nitin mentioned, I'm Noor Merchant. And uh, he forgot to mention, but uh, we actually went to school together. We uh, studied through from kindergarten through twelfth grade together in Nasik. Yep. Nasik, India. For, what, yes. 30 for, for thirty-five years now. Something like that. Something like that. And yeah. uh, so I grew up in Nasik. It's a small town near Bombay, and uh, you know it's a small, sleepy town. I had a fairly middle class uh, upbringing, I would say upper middle class maybe even, I'm very grateful for that. And uh, you know, we went to a convent school, St. Mm -hmm. Xavier's High School, and I think we got uh, the best education one can ever hope for. We did. And uh, after that, so I studied there from kindergarten through 10th grade, and then um, for 11th and 12th we went to RYK Science College in Nasik. And then after that, I came to the U.S. to do my bachelor's, and I went to the University of Illinois at Chicago, and I got a bachelor's in uh, computer science. And then after that, I uh, went to work for Microsoft, and I worked there for about 10 years. And then uh, halfway through my career at Microsoft, I uh, started a business online. Uh, I was selling stuff on Amazon as a third-party seller. Wait, before you go into that. Okay, sure. We want to talk more about you. Okay. Right? So, what's your favorite sport? Um, you know, growing up in India, like any other kid, my favorite sport was uh, cricket. But I did uh, play a little bit of table tennis, soccer. But now I'm more into American football. That's that's the sport I follow. I don't think and I can ever play that. Yes. Right? We'll talk that's more about my that. Team. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right. And uh, do you play any football? I don't play football. Uh, I've actually started running recently, so that's something I uh, picked up about a year back. I just finished a half marathon and I'm training for a full marathon. So just started running and you just go straight into a half marathon? Uh, it took me a good six months, but yeah. Six months? Yes. You make it sound like that's too long. <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll do a quick uh, rapid fire round. Okay. You travel a lot. Yes. What's your favorite city? Uh, it's hard to pinpoint one. I would say my all-time favorite city is probably Jerusalem. Okay. But uh, when it comes to nature, I think I, lay, I I would say Vancouver, Canada is up there. When it comes to uh, culture, I would say Paris. You have a favorite city for each thing. Exactly. Okay. I mean, if I want to enjoy the big city, there's nothing like New York City. Of course. And You're pretty uh, close. You should yeah. go there. Yes. <laughs> Maybe tonight. <laughs> All right. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> Uh, one most interesting thing you carry around with you? Uh, you know, I usually carry around a children's book with me. I uh, <laughs> like to read to my daughter. So right now I'm reading this book by a British author called Roald Dahl. And the name of the book is uh, James and the Giant Peach. So you'll always Peach. find a okay. children's book in my laptop bag. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what was your character growing up? Like, you know, a cartoon character or... Uh, you know, I used to enjoy reading the Common Man cartoon in the Times of India. Mm -hmm. It was uh, one image Arke snippet Lakshman. by R.K. Lakshman. Yeah. I used to really relate to that. I mean, it yeah. was just 
he used to get across very important points in a very funny way. Yeah, like three know. lines and you know, it exactly. just hit the yeah. point and it, home. Yeah. And it hit hard. A lot yeah. of times he would make a very important point in a yes. very funny way. So I used to relate to that. I enjoyed reading those. those. Great. All right, so we're going to do something which we have never done before. Okay. Okay. So you get to be our favorite person. You mean the guinea pig? Well, however you want to point it. All right. Uh, so in a few seconds, we're going to go live. And uh, we're going to go live for about 10 minutes. Okay. And um, we'll power through about 10 questions. Okay. okay. So, yeah, we can go live there. And so are you ready? Yes. All right. So describe Feel Good Apparel in one sentence. You know, it's a store online on Amazon where you can buy quality merchandise, quality clothing mm -hmm. at an affordable price, uh, backed by Amazon's phenomenal customer service. Great. So we, you have about 40,000 ratings, reviews, uh, lifetime ratings as we call it. Um, but how did Feel Good Apparel start? Uh, funny thing, it did not start as an apparel store. When I first started selling online, I didn't really know what I was doing. I knew I wanted to sell online, but I wasn't really sure what category I would sell in. Mm -hmm. And uh, my very first sale actually was a piece of cutlery set that I was just, <laughs> it was just sitting around at home. And I'm like, okay, let me try selling this. This was about <laughs> 11 years back. And I took a picture with my digital camera. At that time, we didn't even have phones, phones right? camera well, phones. Yeah, they weren't any good. If they so were I there. had a very rudimentary Canon digital camera. I took mm -hmm. a picture, I uploaded it on Amazon, and lo and behold, within a day, it sold. Nice. And I remember the first order went to Yakima, Washington. I still oh, remember wow. that, yes. How, how what, what, what was the dollar amount on that? I sold it for like 9.99. <laughs> nice. And yeah, and the funny thing was I didn't expect it to sell right away. So I didn't even know how to ship. So that's when I, you know, I <laughs> had to look into ship. exactly, <laughs> you know, you cross the bridge when you get there. So yeah. okay, I got an order and now I had to figure out how to ship it and so it was a fun fun experience. entrepreneurial way to do it, right? Absolutely. Figure it Absolutely. out on the way. Right. Great. So what's your current scope of operation? So you're doing a lot more than, you know, China wear and <laughs> so what do you sell? Uh, I sell mostly clothing. I do all kinds of clothing, men's, women's, uh, mm -hmm. children. I do a lot of active wear, uh, lounge wear. Uh, we do some uh, undergarments, lingerie for women. We do swimwear in the summer. It's a very seasonal business. Right. So in the summer we do more beachy, beachy resorty yeah. things. Yeah. And uh, in the winter we do hats and gloves mm -hmm. and accessories. I remember back when we met 11 years ago, you were you're kind of looking at different names for your beachwear. Alki was one of the names. I remember we met in Bombay. Right. Alki, so the Alki is the name of my private label that I oh carry. Yes, you still yes. have it? Yes, I have oh. it. And it was uh, derived from the name of a beach in Seattle. Yeah. There was the Alki Beach. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I started off, I was selling a lot of beachwear. So I wanted to make it sound a little more beachy. And so mm -hmm. I added a, another I and made it sound Hawaiian. Yes. And so, yeah, it's a fusion name. I was one of your guinea pigs at that point. Were you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, w what kind of what kind of technology are you using? I mean, you use Amazon for warehousing, but you also have your own warehouse. Right. So, uh, I am actually right now in the process of looking for an inventory management system. I'm probably going to go with a cloud-based system. Unfortunately, right now it's still pretty rudimentary. Um, all my inventory sits in a spreadsheet. <laughs> And you know, it works for me for mm -hmm. now, but you know, for me to scale up, I think I need something better. So 
I'm looking for systems there, but uh, for selling, I use Amazon's platform. And it, it's surprising, you know, you think of Amazon as a retail company, mm -hmm. but it's so much more. It's more of a technology company than yeah. a retail company. And uh, they have incredible set of tools that I really don't need to go anywhere outside. So I mostly use their tool set. Cool. You've had 40,000 reviews. I would think you've sold way more than that, which is like almost 5,000 sales a year. I'm just kind of doing the math in my head for for that kind of an operation. A lot that's more than that, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So uh, what drives you, what motivates you? Uh, I would say it's my freedom, my independence. You know, uh, When I had a job, obviously I'm very grateful for it, but you know, I couldn't do a lot of things I can do now. Like, for example, just take a day off and mm -hmm. show up in the poker notes. Yeah, and like, just, like, exactly. Like, like out, yeah. Right, so okay. you know, I think that's probably the biggest motivating factor for me the independence and the freedom that I get with running my own business. I mean, it has its own challenges too, but... Ups and downs and... Of course. Yeah. But and, you know, it keeps life exciting. That's how it should be. Uh, how does your Indian ethnicity and upbringing impact you and your business? Um, I don't think it's the ethnicity, it's just uh, growing up in India that yeah. has... The uh, culture uh, and the right. vibe. Yeah, I think it's uh, greatly benefited me. Uh, you know, the whole uh, Jugaad mentality, yeah. you know, the whole hacking things. The uh, hustler. Right. Yeah. You, like I said, you know, you try something and, you know, you get to a point and you figure out, okay, this is how I solve the problem and then you move on to the next one. No problem is too big. That's right. that's one thing that it has taught me. Nothing is going to stop you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's problems that come up every day and you just try to break them down into smaller problems and then tackle Work them. Work around so them. And yeah. So that has definitely helped me. But I would say also part of our culture that has sometimes held me back is uh, our mentality of being the yes sir person, you know. Yeah. It sometimes uh, holds you back, it doesn't make you challenge authority. Yeah, yeah, I mean, something that I have learned to grow out of mm -hmm. over the years, but uh, you know, that's something that I think a lot of Indians in it general. Restrains people are. Right. Okay. Uh, difference in, in the times that you know, the ones that you've succeeded and the, one, the times when you've not succeeded as much? Uh, so, you know, in my business, I have to make a lot of decisions about what inventory I carry, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a very fashion trend right. uh, focused industry and, and things seasonal. change, yeah. very seasonal and things change a lot. And previously when I started in my early years, I used to buy merchandise based on my taste. And over the years, I realized that's not necessarily the best thing to do because, yeah. uh, you know, I would say, oh, this color looks great. This style looks great. Let's go buy this. Or and new. then I would sit on it <laughs> for months and it wouldn't sell. And, you know, I'm, you are emotionally attached to right. it. And, you know, it's not necessarily a good thing in business. And yeah. then over the years, I learned, you know, let's try a bunch of things and then let the market decide. Right. And then you know where to go All right. based on that. Exactly. Okay. Have you ever had a coach or a mentor? I've had quite a few actually. I've been mm -hmm. lucky in that space. Uh, I've How had do you find them? You know, I just look around. You know, I look at people who've been successful, people mm -hmm. who always keep themselves busy, and you know, they, who who are driven. You know, I had a, I have a very good friend. His name is Shabir. He also yeah. does similar thing on Amazon. He also sells clothing yeah. actually. I remember talking. He's to one him. of my big co competitors, but you know, we, uh, we learn a lot. Yeah. Exactly, we learn a lot from each other's mistakes and. Mm -hmm. He's always there for me. He's been one of my greatest uh, mentors when mm -hmm. it comes to business, also in life. And then, you know, I have my 
immediate family, my father. Mm -hmm. I learned uh, how to be farsighted from him. Mm -hmm. My mother, I learned how to be patient from her. And you were not referring to your glasses, right, when you said farsighted? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and uh, another big um, mentor in my life is my brother, who's taught me how to be nimble and agile. Mm -hmm. He's somebody who's uh, done a lot of different businesses. Yeah. I mean, he started off as an engineer, he taught in a college, he ran a subway restaurant, then he got into day trading. And now he's and growing he's cherries, right? He's now into cherry farming and he runs a hedge fund. I mean, you name it, he's done yeah. it. So, you know, he's taught me how to like, you know, never get stuck in life and yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah, so. amazing guy. Uh, we're talking about Tahir. Yeah. Uh, what are you most excited about right now at this point in life? Uh, you know, just the world of fashion, the world of technology, things moving mm -hmm. so rapidly. I mean, it's also scary at times. It's exciting, but it's also very scary. You know, Sometimes you feel like, oh, you're getting old, you know, you see teenagers doing all these things on the apps and you're like, what? And, you know, 10 years back, it used to be me, yeah. you know, being in that so spot and now, Snapchat yeah, 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 and yeah. Some, yeah, something like that, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, just this field of technology, you know, the way technology is changing life. Like, yeah. Just yesterday, we were coming here, and last minute something happened, and we didn't get a ride. And mm -hmm. it literally took me 30 seconds to book a car on the Orbitz app. So I mean, that was phenomenal. Pretty and amazing. I even mentioned yeah. it to my friend. Yep. I'm like, how cool is that? Yeah. So. All right. So we want to keep it around 10 10 minutes. A philosophical and a practical suggestion or advice for other entrepreneurs out there. Uh, you know, don't don't be afraid to take risks. Mm -hmm. You know, you and but take calculated risks. Do some don't research. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Yeah. But also, you know, a lot of times you don't really know where the future is going to take yeah. you. But don't let that stop so you. Just venture out. And venture out. Try different things, and also learn to cut your losses at the right time. Right. It, it's something you know. You will learn over time. There is no. Like easy you said, way. don't get emotional about. Don't it. get just emotional. Yeah. About, yeah, when you see something's not working, just move on and you know try something else cool all right so we'll continue this conversation on the other side if you want to watch the full video join us on facebook.com slash the industry show see you guys all right so we're going to continue this conversation uh, if you had to start all over again would you go back to microsoft and start there or would you just jump in and do your own thing uh, knowing what i know now definitely i'd continue doing uh, what i'm doing um, but you know, I would not. I don't regret my time spent at Microsoft at all. Actually, I learned a lot. Skills. I learned yeah. a lot of skills that I was totally clueless about. I learned how to manage people. I learned how to juggle multiple responsibilities at the same time and uh, work in uh, a team. Work in a team, yeah. and I think I think the biggest takeaway I got was basically how do you deal with different personalities. Right. Because, uh, you know, and I have to do that with my employees, with my vendors. Yeah, you can't pick and choose. You yeah, they you come as they exactly, come. exactly. And uh, initially, I struggled a little bit with mm -hmm. it. I used to micromanage. And then, you know, as time went by, I learned, you know, let people be themselves. You know, yeah. empower them and then also acknowledge them when they do right. something good. And, you know. Let them make the mistakes and then yes. be patient to, to allow them to do absolutely, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Which can be hard, right? As a, it's as a it's very hard. Business. It's yeah. very hard. Yeah, I mean, it's. You, when you start off, you want to control everything, right. and then you know the right way to do everything, and then you want to make exactly, sure exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, another thing that you know used to be Microsoft's uh, motto was uh, empowering people, enabling yeah. people, and that's very true. You know, you teach people, mm -hmm. you don't just tell them how to do it, but you tell them why you do it this way, and then you know that really makes them understand, and then that way you eliminate mistakes. And, and sometimes I have seen is it you 
you have a certain way of getting there but somebody else might have a different way but yes. they'll still get there the same yeah and you you know you have to be open to ideas right. you know i've also learned a lot from my employees sometimes they show me better ways of doing things and so you have to have an open mind okay. uh, well i had this question you kind of half answered it but any specific other skills that you picked up at microsoft that have, that have helped you in this journey uh you know i remember i had i was very lucky i had great bosses at microsoft i learned a lot from them and uh one of the key things i learned was how to keep people motivated mm -hmm. and uh, especially in my field of work you know a lot of the work is like just monotonous labor intensive sorting of clothing and and it can you know it can bog you down you, you get tired of it quickly right. and to keep people motivated acknowledge their good work every now and then surprise them with something you know it's the little things that you do you yeah. know ask them about their family yeah. you know just connect with them yeah connect with them at yeah. a personal level and make them feel make them feel a part of your organization yeah. i think that's very important that's mm -hmm. something i learned from microsoft any bad things you learned at microsoft that you regret as uh, you know in an enterprise there are too many comforts i would say uh i don't think so no <laughs> i mean i mean i'm sure there i can't think of anything <laughs> right now yeah okay uh do you invest in other startups or entrepreneurs uh i don't uh, invest as in monetarily mm -hmm. but i do love to spend time with people who like approach me i've had a lot of people come up to me and ask me you know i need to do something i want to do something can mm -hmm. you guide me and i love doing that i think i invest with my time and people i'm not there yet where i can invest with my money but uh, i do enjoy men mentoring people and uh, when you know when i see somebody who wants to do something but they are not really sure how mm -hmm. they should go about it i see a younger myself in them yeah. so it really excites me you know so yeah and money is only you know only going to take them that much further right right and i have i've had a couple of people who you know i've maybe talked to maybe 4 or 5 years back and then mm -hmm. they went on to do something but they always remember that one they're like oh i i do appreciate that half an hour you spent with me right. and so you know it's a fulfilling it's more experience. valuable to them than just the money yes absolutely right. yeah. you know you build a bond over that process too are you spirited or spiritual or religious i would say i'm more spiritual now than i am religious so between uh, you you kind of differentiate like i i don't even know for a long uh, time i now i do now yeah. i do you know religion i consider it more as you know following certain rituals and doing right. things a certain way and Because going to a certain place so, yeah. exactly and you know i grew up in a fairly religious environment mm -hmm. but uh, over the years i've opened my mind and you know i, I mean i still practice my faith but it's very personal to me and between me and because God you and know and yes. because you believe in it yes i believe yeah. in it but yeah. you know i don't expect everyone else to hold the same beliefs and right. that's perfectly okay that I mean, you know i have become more spiritual i i try to go behind the meaning of things meaning of why we do certain things as to just you know how we do it and so that's become more important that's is running kind of your extension to your spirituality not really it was just to kill some time <laughs> just a physical <laughs> and i was growing fat so yeah i lose some weight uh what are your thoughts on philanthropy i think uh you know we all should do as much as we can uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people think uh, of philanthropy in terms of you know donating giving back i mean that's obviously a good thing but uh, i feel you know you can be philanthropic at a very personal level yeah. without having much mm -hmm. and uh you know one one way i can see people being uh people giving back is you know give back your time to if you know any seniors who live alone you know yeah. go help them out maybe 
once a week just go have tea with them you know maybe go do their groceries for them i mean it you for you it's probably not going too much out of your way right. you're going to go do your thing anyways yes but to them it means the world you know yeah. cuz a lot of people you know they live alone and i know people who don't see others for weeks at a time yeah. and just doing groceries sounds so menial to us but to them it's like oh yeah. that's there goes half my day and they have to plan two days right right exactly yeah. exactly so and you also mentioned about you know helping out other entrepreneurs which i would think is philanthropical also yeah i mean i try to do my best yeah. but then one one thing that my faith has taught me is you know you are going to get what you've been destined for yes. so nobody's going to snatch anything right. from your plate and you're not so going to get any bonuses either exactly yeah. i mean you you work hard obviously for yeah. it but uh, you know others are going to get what they're destined to get you're going to get what you do and in fact the share. more you help others yeah. you might even get more that's that's right. what our belief is yeah. so yeah. grow the pot exactly yeah. exactly not the pot but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't live in the state of washington anymore so so you went to school in chicago and then you came back and and you lived there but you're still a seahawks fan what's what's going on with that uh you know i uh, really got into football when i was in seattle it has mm-hmm. a strong football culture that city and uh, you know they went to a super bowl when i was there and True. you know i really got attached to it it's and the memories that came with it's it. the memories yeah. i'm we had a great time you know watching the games there and you know the city is absolutely nuts about their team yeah. right now we have a great coach we won a super bowl we went to another one yeah. unfortunately i was in chicago then all that <laughs> happened but i still very much celebrated and uh, yeah it's just uh, you know it's just something that connects me back to seattle so you're hoping your luck will favor the chicago team now and you'll bring the i don't really care what No. Oh, right. <laughs> well, on that no. note <laughs> well thanks for taking the time and you know this has been amazing absolutely so, yeah thanks for having me here it's an honor great all right awesome thank you all right see you guys